I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. He's not from Dublin, he's from Cork, and he'd be like, Excuse me now. I've literally <laughs> moved us over here. You better make this work. <laughs> My mom is fucking man up. <laughs> And he's like, get to fuck. We moved to London, make it work. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by broadcaster, TV presenter, podcaster, author, you name it, she's done it. She's my favourite flame-haired beauty. It's Angela Scanlon, everybody. Hey, girl. <laughs> Hi, lovely. How are you? I'm all right. Thanks, mate. How are you? Good, yeah. Congratulations. You got engaged since we last spoke. You were on my podcast. I mean, I don't know how long ago that was, but yeah, I have an image of you on a beach. Yeah. Looking blissfully happy. Looking fuck all like I do now. (laughs) You look fabulous. Fuck off. Oh, honestly, I'm um, I'm so just to give, just to dive straight in. I'm going to start, um, I'll start freezing my eggs this week, like that journey. Shut up. I mean, yeah. um, So I'm due my period on Wednesday. And like okay. that, that signals the start of it. So like normally I'd be spray tanned. Normally I'd be like, I've got nails off the lot, but I've got a couple of weeks off work for it because I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't fully know the effect it's going to have on like well, they, body. You, they put hormone, right? You get hormones. Is it to increase the I, amount of eggs that you... um Exactly. Like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I know a few people doing it at the moment. Well, I think it's a nice time of the year, like... Like fuck yeah. all's happening. Everybody, it's cold. No yeah. really wants to come anywhere. So. I don't mean like just in January. I mean January. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's a two for one deal actually going round. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant now. I was like, well, I, I thought it was a great. Cool. Time. Hook me up. Um, but you're right. January is a good time to freeze the eggs generally, uh, and you don't want to be out and about, really, do you? Um, yeah. But that's amazing. That's a big old move, isn't it? And um, yeah, and like. So just, I kept waiting and I've said this before and like, obviously I know you've got two little girls, so you might tell us, honestly, Vicky, no one's fucking ready, ready, but I just kept waiting for that moment, Angela, when I was like, oh my God, I need to be a mom. I'm so, I I, I need that next step. Like, it's just never come for me. It never came for me, babe. Never came for me. I was basically (laughs) given a gentle ultimatum by my husband. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to figuratively shit or get off the pot. He was like, babe, we had this chat, okay, before we got married. You're we agreed. In, and I was like, yeah, 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 but what about... But, but. And I was like always kicking it down the road, thinking, no, 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 no. I Waiting for that yeah. exact moment where I thought I'm going to have it. Hallelujah. And I'm going to want to wear the sling and I'm going to be an earth mother all of a sudden. And speaking to people 
friends of mine like so some people have that and I think they have yeah. from the time they're 12 years of age like I was on the tube yesterday I saw a, I'd say she was five a five-year-old girl and she was carrying a sling with a doll in it and I was like oh. babe I mean I know we all have dreams and hopes but no <laughs> at five I'd be putting a nail in that I'd be like no honey no, no it was really really cute but I do think there are people who have a real urge and sense that um family and motherhood specifically is the thing that they it's their purpose it's their purpose exactly that I never had that I definitely the thing for me that I kept thinking was when I close my eyes and think about my future mm-hmm. there are kids in it yeah yeah so I was like I, it, I'm with absolute certainty I want children I don't know that tomorrow I want to be pregnant I don't know that I even loved being pregnant the no. labor thing all of that kind of stuff but I definitely knew that like deathbed scenario my ideal would be to have some small humans around me but that's it and I think I was exactly the same like it's pretty much it was my sentiments you know like mm-hmm. uh I don't know if I can see, I, I, I like the thought of myself being a mom, you know, like I yeah. don't like the thought of the alternative for me. Yeah. But like, I really love the thought of being a grandma. So I was like, <laughs> you absolutely can't have the one without the other. So I thought you fucking just best freeze them, Vicky. <laughs> and get moving if you want to be a grandma. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, like, a chronological situation here and like fuck knows we've been putting it off I don't know what our offspring will be doing they'll be like having kids when they're 60 I mean you can pop yourself in a cryo chamber or something oh there'll be loads oh, of medical advances by then <laughs> I don't I'm not saying I want to be the most active grandma I just want to be there you know <laughs> yeah yeah feeding them ice cream and cuddling yeah oh nice. that all looks class and like yeah. you know the, it, the, you've not got no responsibilities as a grandma you're not yeah. raising anything you're not molding into good human beings exactly yeah. you're like there to lit- literally let it go it's funny I have I watched Matilda with my daughter recently and it's so cute I mean if you haven't seen the Netflix it's in cinema but it's also weirdly on Netflix is I this the like stage show thing it's the stage show turned into um you know, a film and it's absolutely brilliant. Is it good? It's uh, Dennis Kelly and Tim Mitchum, you know, the comedian have done the adaptation. Now I think possibly they did the stage show. Anyway, it's magic and it's funny and it's quite dark, but she, Matilda does a brilliant little rendition where she's like, sometimes you've got to be a little bit naughty. And (laughs) my daughter, every time she does something now, she'll go to me, sometimes you got to be, and I'm like, you're a cheeky bitch. (laughs) But it's actually... (laughs) Get back up them stairs. Um, But I think (laughs) as a a grandparent, you can like fully relish that because I obviously have to smile and giggle, secretly be proud of her pushing my (laughs) buttons, but also like, oh, I need to rein her in. Whereas I think a grandparent, you can fully enjoy the wildness of them and that's the beautiful thing that's that saying isn't there like raise your kids so you don't have to raise your grandkids raise your kids so raise your kids so you can ruin your kids <laughs> <laughs> yes you can have a bit of, you can have a bit of fun get your own back but like exactly. i look at me ma with maybe um who is my other favorite ginger person by the way okay great uh, and uh, yeah, you're a podium place and it's a big honour. I would have said Prince Harry was up there as well, but I'm really conflicted at the moment. So am I. I'm so confused on many I, levels. 
just want to love them and want them to go and have this really happy life out in America like they wanted. And then I keep hearing about his Willie and I'm like, just Willie stop. and Elizabeth Arden. I'm like, babe, I knew Kate Moss put it on her face, but why is he putting it on his mushroom? <laughs> and why is he telling me? That's yeah. the worst thing. Right. right, I'm flipping flopping all over the shop. But Flip away, babe. Have you got an autobiography? Because I know you've got a book, but have you done like a memoir or not? I mean, so Joyrider is my book and, and it's kind of, you've read it, you've cried to yeah, it, Vicky, which is one of my yeah. like claims to fame. But it's kind of a memoir slash self-help in that it's, you know, there are tools and there are um, things that I've picked up along the way, but it's, you know, the basis is in, hello, um, is, is my life. So there's some personal stories in there, but I yeah. feel like a memoir is quite a punchy thing to title it as. Yeah. So memoir feels... Memoir feels salacious in some way, you totally. know, but like I felt like yours was very, I just felt like it was very honest, very real self-help vibes, but like yeah. certainly not self-righteous. But yeah. you must have had someone who went through the, the same process as me when I was writing my autobiography way back when. And like it was, I would write, because you just like, you be t- you're told to tell your story and I'm quite an honest person as are you you just write yeah. like you just speak organically from the heart and there was somebody who read it after me and was like listen we don't need to know that bit and <laughs> legally that bit might be a bit of an issue and you know do you want to tell everybody that and like it was it was great yeah. because then I was able to be like oh I actually don't really want everyone to know that that is a bit weird you know yeah and, why like at the time when I wrote my nanja, we're going back like I just done Geordie Shaw, nobody fucking knew who I was really. Like, why did I have that person? And Prince Harry, arguably the most famous man on the oh, planet yeah. right now. Why has no one said, Oh, don't tell them about your knob? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if we'd be talking about that memoir if he hadn't written about his knob, is the truth you of think, it. You think it's all a game plan? Well, I don't know. I think he's playing it pretty well, in fairness. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like who that. We, who we, I saw Jeremy Vine on TikTok talking about it, like listening to an excerpt, like that I'm showing my age, listening to an excerpt of it and being like, what, 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 what why is this? So, like, he's obviously not going to tell deep, dark secrets about his marriage and his relationship. I think that seems to have been kept under wraps. I don't know that he needed to talk about like falling on the dog bowl thing. You know, we all have scraps with our siblings. Uh, anyway, it's very confusing the whole thing, and it's actually yeah. just all a bit sad. I think I'm like, I know, I don't that's know. how I feel. I just mm. feel like I, my, my sister, and there's only me and her, um, and we're like close as out, even though I, I'm, I'm down here and she's up north. Like, yeah. I can't imagine a world where I'd ever fight or fall out with her as an adult or say her anything disparaging and to see them fall apart in such a huge way. And it almost yeah. feels like you cannot come back from it. I don't know. It all just feels a bit sad. It's hard to come back from that when it's so public. Literally, every interaction yeah. between them will forever be under scrutiny. It's like, Ugh. yeah, I don't know. It's tricky. Anyway, yeah. How do we get on to that? Talking about gingers. Oh, another redhead. You were about to, oh, we were talking about kids, weren't we? And obviously Archibald has changed his life massively. Um, but you have dogs, babe, and I'm not for a second before anyone comes for me comparing kids to dogs. And I do not own dogs. But like, you know, there's a level of responsibility that goes with yeah. owning a dog that I imagine prepares you a little bit. If you're like 100% flying around wherever you want to be going on any given day without thinking about anybody else really then a child is quite the shock to the system which is what happened to me FYI is so well that's it so I definitely think and again 
Well, listen, that's all lovely. Not nobody complains. They're a very open-minded bunch. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm not comparing them either. Dogs and kids are very different. I know mm-hmm. that. But I do feel like it's a bit of a precursor, essentially, you know. And yeah. I'm learning about, like you say, responsibility, not putting mm-hmm. myself first, like understanding dynamics of like, oh, you can't just go here, there, and everywhere. You need to get someone look after them. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like we're slowly edging in the right direction but yeah. I do just think now can prepare you like no no I don't think anything can prepare you either but I do think one of the things that it uh, helps you to fully understand because a lot of the time when people talk about having children there's a list of sacrifices there's a list of things that are about to yeah. change and often it served to you as a really negative change like you yeah. oh you're about to be whacked around the head and never yeah. come back from it but I think again like having a pet where you go, oh, yes, I do have to get up at, you know, three o'clock in the morning to let them out and do a wee or whatever. But my God, the love they give me on the couch on a Sunday. So you start to really appreciate the 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 um, back and forth of that. So it's not just this like sacrifice that you make for 18 years or the rest of your life or whatever. You start to understand that what you give, you also receive back massively. And I think that's a huge switch in your head because you think, oh, okay, yeah, this is, this is different. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mother's Day is just around the corner, and it's time to pamper the special moms in your life. In what better way than with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets, featuring clean, vegan, cruelty-free products that are safe for your skin and the planet. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been making seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. This Mother's Day, Osea has two limited-edition sets, perfect for gifting or keeping for yourself. Their Golden Glow Body Set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for silky, smooth, glowing skin, while the Glow and Go Facial Set has everything she needs to achieve spa-level results at home. They're so beautiful, you can skip the wrapping. For a limited time, you can save up to $48 on Osea's sets, plus get free shipping. That's Mother's Day made easy. Pamper the moms in your life and get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOM at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu dot com code mom. But then that's it. Like, it's always about reframing it in perspective and stuff, isn't it? And like, yeah. you could look at it, any section of your life like that, like, oh, fuck's sake, I've got to go to work. Or, exactly. Fuck's sake, the baby's crying again. Like, if you just look at it like, oh my God, I'm I'm fit, I'm healthy, I'm young, I'm going to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, oh my God, my the, the, this tiny little part of me that I managed to create is awake. Let's start with you. Like, yeah. nah, nah, that's such a fucking romanticised Disney way of looking at it. And there's definitely moments where I'm like, that fucking dog is walking again. He's going out the window. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You're absolutely right. It's a discipline, I think, in forcing yourself to reframe. And Joyrider, my book, is, is about gratitude. And I'm sure we'll guess that. But it's like, it is that practice of 
going, no, 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 there's a different way to look at this that may help me feel better in the moment. So selfishly, you're like, okay, how can I just tweak and and really practice it and hold yourself to it and know that you can change the way you feel about anything. And as you say, it's really hard to do it in moments Mm. where you're knackered and you're under pressure and you're like sick of it, whatever. But it's massively empowering to know that you have the ability to change your feeling about any given situation. Within yourself as well. Like, it's not like, oh God, I need to like, I need to buy Buy something. Yeah, I need to to go through therapy. I need to do this or I need to do that. Like, it's just actually like, whoa, just sit and take a second and have a breath and reframe it. And you know, you said, oh, we'll get a joy rider in a second. It feels like a really natural place to get to it now, mate. I absolutely loved your book. Thank you so much. No, thank you, mate. And like, I meant it. I, I opened it up on the plane and I, I sat down and started reading it and I just was sobbing. And just no. so, so much of it like resonated and it was so beautifully written and so honest and funny and just very insightful, mate. And like, <clears throat> I always say, oh, you need more joy, you need more gratitude, you need mm-hmm. all these things in your life. But I thought it encapsulated that mindset perfectly. So congratulations on a wonderful book, basically. Thanks, thank you. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? The whole writing of a book and and then scary. it being out that oh, it's so scary. scary and like the hangover of it, the vulnerability hangover of it, because I kind of thought, okay, I can't write about gratitude. Well, I can, but if you're stuck somewhere and people are like, oh, just look on the bright side of life, it's not helpful in any way, no. shape, or form. It's not something that you can hang on to. And so I kind of felt, okay you know, people, if you follow me on Instagram or you, you know, see my work, you'll think, oh, she's quite a jolly old soul, isn't she? And I am pretty, you know, positive outwardly. I don't say that, like, I'm not crying in my soup every day, but I definitely have had to, like, have to really work on it. It's been a discipline. Been a fucking discipline. And it continues to be a discipline. And I think that's, I think maybe that's what I I felt people deserve to know because if yeah. you look at me from the surface, and there are some people, I'm not one of them, but some people who are just naturally really happy. I and think I'm they're not. a bit. I think there's something fucking missing. And honestly, <laughs> when I look, and this is no disrespect to anybody, but I, for some reason, when I look at these people who are like la 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 la, I think you're fucking not all there, are you? Yeah. It's like life is hard, mate. And you're telling me every day you're like this. You're full of shit. I know. Well, also, I would think there's an element of denial now. I'm like, oh, no, no, you're just you're it's a surface. It's a kind of. Oh, yeah. I yeah, there's I I think you've got to be in the fucking depth sometimes yeah. to really yeah. be able to enjoy the ups when they yeah. do come. And so I think, yeah, um yeah if somebody's like that all the time then maybe they're protesting a bit too much do you know what I mean um but for me I thought I felt okay I need to like share a little bit of the the things that maybe people wouldn't necessarily know about me in order for them to understand that actually you know if you're not that way inclined naturally you can access you know you can use gratitude and also I was like I'm obsessed with self-help and self-development always happen don't read fiction, embarrassing, but like have read self-help as they were called books since I was 15. Really? Yes. Like I say, I love a bit of fiction, my Oh my God. No, I was always, now, now I can understand it's also a little problematic that I'm like, oh no, I can't just read a book just for enjoyment and escape. (laughs) I need to better myself. How is this going to 
further my development. <laughs> yeah, like, there is definitely there's definitely something problematic wrapped up in that, but I'm not going to touch it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm not ready to unleash that beast. But I, so I had read like an awful lot of self-development kind of books and I'd done an awful lot of like, um, you know, kooky things. My husband, Roy, would take the piss out of me. He's like, oh my God, what kind of quack are you at this week? Like, because I was always seeking somebody to, you know, magically make me feel whole. And (laughs) gratitude was this weird thing that I kept coming back to. I'd like see it in different ways and dress. Because look, a lot of these lessons that we write about, that we learn are the same, dressed up in different voices and in different methods and whatever else. And so gratitude was the one that kept coming back to me. And I was like, okay, there's a lot of weird shit that I embark upon that I don't know if most people, A, would be able to afford it, B, be interested in it or open to it. Yeah. I thought gratitude, like, how could I help my dad? And gratitude was that thing that was like, it doesn't cost you anything. So you obviously take it for granted and, um, and it's easy to do. And so I just started to build up these practices and properly come back to it and like knock it out of the bed until I had done that little moment and force myself to, you know, always be looking for something better as opposed to looking at all of the things that I had yet to do or comparing myself to everybody who had seemingly done a million times better than me in any given day. And also done it like looking a million times oh, better yeah. than you and mm. like with our kids in matching outfits and like, oh, that's the that, that's the bit for me. Matching pyjamas is very triggering for you, isn't it, Vicky? <laughs> well, then I do it. Yeah, I yeah. do it, mate. I'm such a hypocrite and an arsehole because <laughs> I'm literally like... I'm so disparaging about these families that manage to like turn out looking great every week and they're matching I things. Did. But then, oh, any given opportunity, I'm like, fuck, now let's walk the dogs and something that matches. Yeah, <laughs> it's an Instagram moment, babe. <laughs> but look, it's it's about knowing that that's not real life either. You know, you can play with it. And I think you're really good at staying in touch with that. I mean, your TikTok, it makes me scream with laughter all <laughs> the fucking time. So it's just humor. It's adding humor. Sometimes, again, I think self-help can feel, as you would say, self-righteous and preachy and like you've reached the top of a mountain and you're looking down and teaching people and it's absolute bollocks because you know you fall apart every second day and so it's just knowing that you have a little toolkit of stuff that you can return to so that when you're in that hole you know you can get yourself out of it but yours doesn't feel like that and I think this is really important like point like I know you know but I have to tell you it never comes what you do which I love is like you show where you've struggled, where you've gone wrong, like your hardships, your grazed knees, your bad chapters. And like yeah. you make women feel less alone, Angela, you know? So you can sort of think, oh God, well, she, if she, she's gone through that and she didn't feel like that this morning, but she's still smiling on the telly or she didn't, I can do it as well. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's what I liked about it is I never once felt patronized or preached at. I just felt like she's, she's like me. Yeah. <laughs> Her filter's broken too. <laughs> One of us. One of us. <laughs> oh, mate, I could talk to you all day about the book, but I will just say this to everybody it's available on Amazon and in all good booky places. Bookie places, exactly. And it's now in paperback. So you can like chuck it in the arse end of your bag and like, you know, give it to a human who doesn't like hard, but I don't know, in an airport somewhere. <laughs> 
Buy it. Yeah. <laughs> in part two, we're going to go right back to the beginning. I'm going to talk to you about Irish dancing. Just oh, to be fabulous. By the way, the book is called Joyrider. Did I say that? I'm really shit at this game. It's called Joyrider. It's available in book places. Buy it, please. <laughs> When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.